Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Episode 20, Eyes Wide Shut with Angelita Bird. You're listening to The Race for the Ring, a podcast about dating in the digital decade. I am your host, Mindy Barnett. I'm a PR queen, a published inspirational author, motivational speaker, mom, and dating diva. Each week, I'll have a special guest dish dating dilemmas and delights with me, and together we'll maneuver how to play the game, not get played, and claim the most prized possession, self-love. Ready, set, go. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Race for the Ring. Well, I have a very special guest for you today. She and I became fast friends from a mutual friend of mine, Janice Armstrong from the Philadelphia Inquirer. And she is a superwoman in her own right, just like Miss Janice. She is a serial entrepreneur. She's a co-author of two upcoming books, Love Letters to My Girls and The Overcomers. And she is a bit fire like no other. Today's episode is going to dive a little bit into the negative side of dating, to say the least. Um, basically, we're going to touch on the fact um, that anybody and everybody, doesn't matter your strength or not, can be a victim of a narcissist. Um, Angelita, unfortunately, was a victim of a narcissist. She's going to candidly share some of her stories, but um, offer the learning tools that she got along the way and give us some advice and so forth so that we, uh, the listeners of The Race for the Ring, don't fall prey. So welcome, Angelita. Thank you for being here. Wow. Thank you so much. It's truly an honor to be here with you, Mindy. Wow. Thank you. A long time coming. We've been talking about this for quite a while. So we have. We were able to make it work. All right. So let's get into who you are. You are a a force to be reckoned with. That's for sure. Um, I've gotten to know you a lot better from our time doing V50, the virtual meetup. Um, You've, you've, always inspire me with your comments and questions and you know anecdotes to bring into the conversation so for our listeners out there tell us a little bit about who you are and what you stand for and I know you're gonna see us off the top right (laughs) (laughs) well that's always a loaded question when people ask me that question uh, to be perfectly honest with you Um, because you know first and foremost I always share with people and let them know that I am certifiably unemployable 
And why do I say that? It's because every job I ever had, believe it or not, I either got fired or I quit before vacation time. Oh, wow. And the reason why I share that as well, that I've, I got fired or quit before vacation time is because one of my many businesses that I own is actually a travel business. Go figure. Hmm. And so uh, it's ironic that I never got a chance to put in vacation on a job. However, I can vacation whenever I want to through my travel business. Interesting uh, how life works itself out, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. I find it very funny. Uh, so, you know, so I haven't worked for anyone since 1997. Uh, my last job was working at the Grand Hyatt, New York. I was actually a oh, front wow. desk agent there in New York City. Uh, and I loved it. I loved everything about meeting people. I love everything about helping people. Um, and then quickly, I realized because of the fact that uh, I never could keep a job more than uh maybe a year, if you want to call it that, I realized quickly, you know what, Angelita, you have all these great ideas and uh, apparently you cannot work for anyone. So you need to go and work for yourself. So I ventured into several businesses. Some of them failed. Some of them were a mini success. Mm -hmm. uh, and then again, uh, I decided to get involved in real estate. And uh, real estate is where I really took off. Uh, and I had a great opportunity there uh, to meet some incredible investors who uh, I am in business with. That's great. Uh, and that's how things pretty much got started with me on my entrepreneurial journey. That's fantastic. So let's get into some of your, um, I guess, your relationship status. So you're still single, right? Like since last we spoke? A thousand percent. Okay. <laughs> Good girl. All right. I love that. Um, let's go backtrack a little bit. You were married. I can't believe to say this, but your grandmother. No, you married? no, no, oh. no, 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 no. I was never okay, married. I'm, I'm mistaken. <laughs> okay. My bad. Okay. That's okay. Better, more, more power to you. All right, so just share a little bit about your background. I'm sorry, I thought you were. I apologize. It's okay, don't worry about it. A lot of people have uh, assumed that. But no, I actually, because I was a teen mom. So okay. I had my daughter when I was 15 years old. And that okay. typically blows a lot of people's mind. Uh, yes. So yes, and yes, I am a grandmother of three. Uh, my daughter is 32 years old. Uh, and I have a granddaughter who is 11, which blows my mind. That's uh, my too, because that's how old my daughter is. And you're yes. about like my, wow. wow. Exactly. Okay. So yeah. she's 11. Okay. And then my grandson, he's nine. And then I have another granddaughter who's five going on 25. <laughs> so. And he get along with, with my son, who's eight. <laughs> that's awesome. Exactly, yeah. exactly, exactly. So that's what that is. But yes, but I've been okay. engaged, but no, I have not been married. All right. Maybe I was thinking of the engagement then. And I knew you had children and grandchildren. So I, I, anyway, that doesn't matter. It's your, the bottom line is you're single today, so we're going to get right into it. So the, the, um, the title of today's show is called Eyes Wide Shut. And why it's that is because I think, uh, and I've done research, that when you're involved with people that aren't exactly serving you, say, Sometimes you can be blinded by emotions. It doesn't matter how smart you are. It doesn't matter how many years of dating experience you have or marriage is behind your belt, under your belt, I should say. Um, it really doesn't matter um, at all because it comes on like a tidal wave. And if you aren't really paying attention to signs and red flags, which I always bring up in all of these podcasts, you know, you can really be blinded. So you, so I say your eyes are 
wide shut. You know, you're, you're not seeing what's right in front of your face. So let's get into some of your experience, your most recent experience. I actually, without naming names, met him and was equally enamored. <laughs> and when I found out the two of you ended, I was shocked, especially when I heard the story behind it. So let's get into a little bit of that. And then we're going to like kind of unpack the suitcase, so to speak, and, and find out like what you learned along the way and some of the signs that you know, we can bring into the conversation so our listeners don't make the same mistakes, right? Absolutely. Um, well, you know, uh, again, yes, uh, you met uh, a gentleman that I was involved in uh, that, uh, you know, myself, I was truly enamored uh, and blown away uh, by just almost everything about him uh, from the way he looked, uh, his education, uh, success, uh, and what it is that he does, uh, how he carried himself around uh you know, other people, and of course, how he, you know, treated me and, you know, was smitten by me. Uh, so you let's know. pause there, Angelita. How did he treat you in the beginning? Let's get into some of that, because that's part of the, the whole situation with narcissists. To my, in my research, it looks like they come on with a lot of love bombing, so that you're, you like, oh, he's so sweet. He's like, so nice. He has this, da, 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 da. So go ahead. Let's hear Absolutely. And that is exactly what it is that you learn because you now become like this expert in narcissism once it actually happens to you. And believe it or not, this was not the first time. Really? Uh, so absolutely not. But, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll share a little bit about that as well, too, okay. uh, if you like. But however, yeah. um, it's a different type. And that's the thing, because you have, um, you know, what they call the covert. Co uh, 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 yes, covert. I, the yeah. covert narcissist. The covert, excuse me. Yes. That's what I was no, to say. Exactly. Covert, I actually me. just researched that. There's the covert narcissist and then the traditional narcissist, which is super charismatic and bu bubbly and all of that. And the covert, I believe, is quiet, more reserved. Oh, love it that you had yes. both. I mean, I'm sorry you had both, but exactly. right, so let's, let's dissect it. Like what's the covert versus the not like the, the traditional narcissist in your opinion and experience? Well, it's exactly what it is that you said, because, you know, you have a situation which I've been in where just straight out, you just kind of just know who and what you're dealing with. Mm -hmm. uh, they show you who you are, who they are right up front. Uh, you know, although it's a mix because you have the charm, you have, uh, like you said, the love bombing stage, you have all of these things uh, that they do to kind of pretty much draw you in into their world. Mm -hmm. And now it becomes not your world with them it becomes still their world because uh to understand any type of narcissist it's all about them mm -hmm. and uh but you don't realize that at first because of the way how they go about it with the manipulation uh process and that's all within that love bombing stage you know being able to shower you with gifts be able to take you away on trips uh to be able to show you and tell you just how beautiful and amazing of a person that you are uh mm -hmm. along with uh wanting to get to know everything about you now 
that may sound good in the beginning when you meet someone. Yes. It sounds amazing. All, I would be like, yeah. hello. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Because the simple fact is, is that you want to get to know everything about a person and not to mention, it feels like this person is so super invested in who you are. Yeah. But really you learn that in the end, they wanted to learn all about you to use it also to against you. Really? How so? Can you give us like an example of what, without like getting into too many details, like something like that, that happened to you? Um, well, yeah. I mean, you know, I'll share with this. Uh I had shared, uh, with a gentleman that I was dating and this is, you know, uh, some years ago, Uh uh, about a situation that had happened to me. And uh, believe it or not, you know, at the time it was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry this happened to you. Oh my God, you know, all these things to show that he was sympathetic to, you know, what I've been through. And then to now turn it back in my face and say, that's why that happened to you. Oh, that's terrible. That's really nasty. To like try to like hurt your feelings and undermine you. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And that's during what they call, you know, because you know there's the love yeah, bombing stage. Can you go through all of them and can you give us some examples of what that was like for you with, you know, without getting again, without getting into specific details. Just like love bombing, they took you on trips and they did this and how long did that last roughly? Well, you know, it really depends. It lasts as long as you go along with it is what oh. I'm learning or okay. what I've learned, shall I say, because okay. of the simple fact is, is that when during that process is not that you are so blinded, at least not for me, where you do not see certain behaviors that are questionable. Uh-huh. However, all that great things, again, all those trips, all the gifts, all the, you know, uh, doting on you, all of that kind of, you know, allows you to kind of overlook certain behaviors per se but then when those behaviors become a pattern that now you can't no longer overlook and you start questioning those behaviors and try to have a real now conversation right it's like why are you questioning me because i'm doing all these great things you need to be satisfied with that got it so it's almost like how dare you like question me look what i'm doing for you you should just be happy and stop being like so greedy or whatever that you want this this emotional whatever plus all these gifts and all the tangible things right is that absolutely absolutely it's 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 funny because you know in order for any relationship to work you have to be able to sit down and have conversations real conversations uh, with a person about things that actually affect you however that is when now when you have these real life conversations about real life moving forward Mm -hmm. with this person who now you are madly in love with because of all of the things that they have done for you which really you know when you look back on it it's not uh anything that they've done for your spirit or anything that they've right. done for the things that are priceless. Right. You know, because these are the things that I could do for myself. These are actually the things I've already was doing for myself. Right, right, right. You know, so right. you find that they come in to try to fit into, you know, what it is that 
they know are your trigger points, meaning what you love, what you've been doing. So now they mold themselves around that mm. to make it look like this is really something that now they can use to be able to now, you know, get you to a point where, again, you can ignore the behaviors that are just not good uh, for neither one of you. Right, right. Um, so Do you ever I, go I, back to the love bombing once you pass the love bombing and you've like basically questioned them? Do they ever go back to being nice like they once were or is, what's it like? Well, I'll, t I'll share with you this. Um, you start to become a little confused in, in, in the second phase of it all, which is called the devalue. That's Ooh. when they start to devalue you. So okay. now when you start to question, it's why are you questioning? And then that's when now you start feeling like you're being truly gaslighted. But in that gaslighting process, you know, you start questioning yourself. Yeah. And you start questioning your own self-worth. You start yeah. questioning, like, wait a minute. I know I'm smart. I know I'm successful. I know that I'm far from stupid. Like, I know that I'm not just saying these things or seeing these things just because, however, that's how it starts becoming. You start feeling like, wait a minute, well, well, maybe I shouldn't have asked that or, you know what I mean? Maybe I'll lose it on my, so I'll check you myself like, right into the hospital. Exactly. <laughs> oh, and so laugh. you, you start awful. questioning your own sanity yeah, and, I know. and you start thinking when you start learning more and more about narcissism, you're like, well, am I the narcissist? <laughs> <laughs> narcissist like years ago like before I was married it lasted like a short time I know I mean it was bad yeah yeah so you do yeah. you question you that and you're cracking up like literally cracking up but I'll tell you this it's so interesting because uh I'm very I'm a huge believer in therapy I have my therapist I love my therapist That's great. Uh, and you know I have been you know doing therapy for probably about a good eight years actually it was when I had my first experience with my first narcissist. I oh, that's good. Therapy. So you had someone in your corner to like help you see the light, so to speak. Yeah. Absolutely, I did. And in that, what I learned is, and it was funny because I read this quote, it said, people tend to go to therapy because the people they love won't go to therapy. <laughs> Sorry, I want to be a therapist. <laughs> I'm actually going back to school to be a therapist, but it's true. I think that's very valid. That's a really good point. Yeah. Yeah. So in each circumstances, I ask both to go to therapy so we yeah. can fix the issues that I saw, you know, uh, that were happening. But in both cases, they both said, there's nothing wrong with me. Yeah. 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 My, when I was married, we eventually did go to therapy, but I went by myself because he refused to go. I know it's hard. And then you like, at least you get your own tools, like to be able to use and communicate in an effective way and not, you know, fight, 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 fight all the time. You know, exactly. oh, God, it's, that's very frustrating. Exactly. Way. Well, I'll, and the funny thing that you say, fight, 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 fight all the time. The also two people need to understand that, you know, uh, with the two type of narcissists, there's one who wants to fight. And then there's one who, wants to stonewall and avoid fighting oh and it's both i don't know what's worse <laughs> <Yeah>. well <laughs> from my oh. experience the stonewalling was the worst the really? one that didn't want to fight why because it's just frustrating 
Well, because you can't understand. And that's the, when you start questioning your own sanity, which is so crazy because you're like, well, why am I so upset? And you're not upset. Well, and then so who is that the second narcissist or the first yes, one? The second, <laughs> the covert. Oh, he was the covert. Yeah, yes. I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh and it's God. like, you, you know, you ask a question, they don't have an answer. You try to communicate. They don't want to communicate. You know, they just want to run away or walk away and, and, and say you're, you know, causing problems when really you're just trying to fix the problem. Oh my God. So wait, let me back you up. So you would ask him a question. How did he not answer you? I don't know. Or did he just so ignore there we go. That is the bingo. I don't know. I don't oh know. It's the number one answer. I don't know. Oh my gosh. That is, <laughs> did you want to rip out your hair? I would have. Listen, <laughs> that is, but you know what? I learned to, oh my God, again, start seeing like something is not right with this because, you know, one, I don't like to fight either. I don't. I don't like to argue. I don't like oh, to me do any of that. I hate controversy. I, I hate it. I yeah. absolutely hate it. But it's like, again, when it, it's interesting, you know, to find someone who just nothing at this point, during that devaluation stage, when they devalue and want to try to strip your, your self-esteem away from you, make you question yourself, you know, uh, mm -hmm. make you feel like you're the one that's now causing the problem, you yeah. know, yeah. Um, you, 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 you start realizing like, there's nothing I can say to get any kind of reaction. There's nothing I can do to get a reaction. They're just simply just going to ignore me as if I don't exist. Oh my gosh. And this was your boyfriend, right? Exactly. Exactly. I mean, well, this is why it's not were like, li Were y'all living together? I forget. Uh, for a little bit. Yes. Okay. Yes. Wow. Like, yes. so you were like in a serious relationship with him. Wow. That's really hard. Oh my right. goodness. So and how did Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Finish. No, no, no. Go I'm ahead. sorry. No, no. But what I was going to do is because this is something that I pulled up and this will literally sum it entirely up. And okay. it's so my relationship. It's unbelievable. So this is what it's called a letter from a narcissist. And I'm going to read it real briefly because it's really short. It's okay. I have to warn you before we start, you should run. Don't look back. Forget you ever met me. I will break your heart. I will feel no remorse. I will fall fast and hard for you. I will love you to the point of exhaustion. I will make your family and friends love me. I will give you hope for a perfect future. I will speak of marriage and kids. I will get bored. I will lose all interest in your touch, your words, your life. I will pull away without any explanation. You will try to remind me of the good days. I will have already moved on. You will defend me to your family and friends. I will pretend I have never met them. I will not stop until you hate me more than you ever loved me. Like I said, run, but you won't. You think you can fix me. You're wrong. Oh my God. That's really powerful. That that's, was my relationship. Wow. That's scary. Really. All right. So let's get into some of that. Right. So, I mean, you're not a therapist. I'm not a therapist yet. I'm planning to be one day, but right now, like what, um, you know, in, in regards to like, just like, you know, experiences that you can share, what, like, did you have from your therapist, did they kind of help you understand why this happened to you, why they acted the way that they did, how this isn't your fault and how you really didn't do anything wrong? 
other than kind well, of being courted and thinking it was normal? Well, this is the thing uh, I can share with you this. Uh, well, in both cases, like I said, neither wanted to go to therapy. However, they end up maybe once or twice with me with mine. Okay. Okay. Uh, and because especially in my most recent, I wanted my therapist to really see what I was seeing. Okay. And at first it was very difficult for her to see it just at the very first, you know, meeting. Cause you know, you just don't know. Right. Um, until she started having conversation and she said, this man really needs to get therapy, but he's not going to do it. Wow. He's not yeah. going to do it because he doesn't see that there's anything wrong with him. Yeah, that's the research I found that they don't really see that they're wrong. They think they're, they what, they don't think that there's anything wrong with them at all. From absolutely the not, they're perfect. They're again, they're they're handsome, they're charming, they're successful. You know, they have all these great things on the exterior, but yeah, on the but inside, they're dying. Right, that's what the research I have too. It basically says that they're living in a shell. I mean, they're not, they don't like themselves. They, I, they look to fill themselves up from what they call this researcher being they, the victim, you know, and then they, and then they stick around until they feel like they have their fill from their victim. And then they move on to another victim because I guess the first victim was maybe getting smart, questioning them like you were saying, and then they, you know, realize that it's the jig is up, I guess, maybe a little bit. And then they move on to somebody else and they, they never really ever wanted you for you. They want you for what you can provide to them. Is that, what you, is that sort of what you've, you've seen? And yeah, absolutely. That was exactly what, um, what was happening. Uh, and you learn that again, you start feeling like you're being taken advantage of, you feel like they do not appreciate you. Uh, and again, when you start questioning and saying, why don't you appreciate me? Or why are you taking advantage of me in this way? It's no answer, or it's simply, you know, they don't have anything for you. And now it's like, well, maybe this relationship is not going to work. Right. Is that what they would say? This, yeah. Maybe this oh, relationship really? is not going to work. Maybe I'll never be able to meet your expectations. So they turn it back on you. Exactly. And then you're like, no, I want to be with you. <laughs> <laughs> you're perfect. <laughs> just like you think. <laughs> oh my God. Well, you find yourself, I'll tell you this. You find yourself, even again, with all the behaviors that you know that are not right, you find yourself doting on or just being stuck on, again, the, the memories, times, the good yeah. times, all the great things that never could have ever thought to go wrong. Right, right, right. Well, they say that is the case when you break up with people too. You know, you, I, I had a therapist on Dr. Robbie Ludwig um, a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about idealization and idolization of former lovers and relationships, partners, whatever. And the fact that you look up to them for remembering all of the good and forgetting all of the bad, like not really seeing them for who they are because they're like a faint memory. So I guess it's sort of the same, right? In your mind? Well, yeah, but I'll tell you this, this is what keeps me strong. And this is what keeps me moving forward because I do, I mean, I, you'll never be able to forget when you had great times with someone. I mean, memories Aww. are everything, right? right However, right. every time for every great memory, I always stop and say, well, this is why I'm not with them though. 
Right. So you remind yourself of the reality. So I remind myself of the things that are, I guess you could say are deal breakers Mm -hmm. that you can never Mm -hmm. go back to because Mm -hmm. until the person really takes accountability, which that's what narcissists do not do. They do not take responsibility or accountability for anything that they do. So because everything they do is so perfect and so right. And they are the ones that are the prize. Is your narcissist in a relationship now, either one? I really don't know because I really you don't do speak not to them. care or Good for you. Good for you. desire to know, to be honest Good. with you. Good. Uh, no, I cannot be friends with a narcissist or something. Oh, no. I meant like more just wondering, like, because I don't know. I know. More, I more because you feel sorry for the girl. Um, <laughs> well, you know what? See, this is the thing. And I have other friends and I have a, a very good friend who's going through a divorce with a narcissist right now. Unfortunately. Oh, that must be brutal. Oh, it's wow. very brutal what she's going through. And she calls me for advice because she saw what I was going through and she knew uh, and hung out, of course, you know, with the person that I was with. And it blows her mind because everything that I went through and she was there to support me with what I went through, she's going through that right now. Oh my gosh. It's a pattern. They all have the same pattern you learn. And How do we get thing- rid of these narcissists, Angelina? <laughs> you know what? Let me tell you something. The thing oh about my it is gosh. the only way that any of this is ever going to work again is when they realize who and who and what they are and they go get and seek the help. But until they do that, it's going to remain the same and the pattern is going to remain the same. It's going to go from you to the next person, to the next person, to the next person, sadly uh, enough. And really at this point, to be honest with you, I'm so focused on me and what it is that I got to do for me because it takes time to go through that healing process to get to the point where now you're either ready to date again and or ready to put your energy and focus on other things. Mm. Uh, And I have, like, you know, I meet people all the time. Mm. I meet amazing, wonderful men. And that's the one thing is that even when you go through situations like that, you have to stay positive and focused on realize that not everyone is that way. Yeah, you can trust other people. There are good people out there, Absolutely. And my friends always praise the fact that they said, no matter what you go through, you bounce back. And that is very true. You're a strong chickie. And you, and you, and you don't give up and I'll never, let me, I will never give up on the, on the idea of being treated right. I agree with you. I will never give up on the idea of knowing that there is someone out there that is imperfectly perfect for you. I love that because there's no perfect person. So yeah, no. that is awesome and perfectly perfect for you. I think that's fantastic. I feel the same way. I do. I haven't met him yet, but I'm waiting. <laughs> oh, when you meet yours, you have him introduce me to mine. <laughs> I will. I know. I know. They say you have to kiss a lot of frogs before you find that prince, but whatever. Um, how about the fact that you know, they say narcissists often say they don't trust people. Do you, do you, so did you find that? I'm just looking at my list of things before I let you go. Did you find that to be um, a situation? Like did your narcissist either one question you about things and like, you know, judge you or kind of like wonder where you were, think you're maybe cheating on them, like things like that? Um, uh, yes, in in some circumstances, yes. Um, and there is always, you're being questioned or they want to, again, they want to find something about you Mm -hmm. 
to mm -hmm. make you look less than them. Mm -hmm. Because yeah, none sad. of us are perfect, like no. we just said. Right. Everyone has a past. Everyone has something that, that may or may not feel good about that they've done or, mm. you know, whatever the case may be. Again, I was a teen mom, you know, pregnant on welfare, trying to figure it out. And thank That's God amazing, I though. Out. That made you so strong. And it's like, it's so amazing that you, you know, you stuck by your, your kids and, you know, you raised them well. And I think that's so, it speaks volumes to the kind of person you are. I think that's fantastic. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I no. really do. And, and, but you know, and, and, and again, you know, but nothing that they do is wrong. Is <laughs> what you do is wrong and you have to fix you for them. <laughs> oh my God. All right. So as we wrap up for our listeners out there, what can we say? Is there any pieces of advice you can offer so that they don't fall prey? I mean, because basically, like, it's hard because every new relationship, every new dating period is like a honeymoon. Like, no one's really like their true, true self. You know, everyone's putting their best foot forward. So how do you weed out the love bombing from just someone who's just trying to impress you and be like a nice first or second, third date? What do you think? Well, you know what? just take your time is the yeah. best thing that I can say is take your time and use discernment. Um, again, um, you just, you don't know, you really don't know because people always put their best foot forward. Right. You know, they always going to be bringing their representative as they call it, you know, <laughs> at the table. That's uh, true. And I love that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, you know, really at the end of the day, you just, you know, you just learn to just really pay close attention uh, mm -hmm. to other people. And again, just take your time. And also to, you know, um, for me, what I think is the best thing, and, and maybe it can be the best thing for someone else is to not lose focus of your goals of your uh, mission and what you want to do. Because sometimes we can put all our our focus and emphasis on other people. And mm -hmm. I learned that about myself. I learned that I'm an empath. I did a lot of research on that. And that is I who am I too. Am. And I that's am what well. my therapist said too. You know, you definitely are a person who takes on a lot of other people's energies. You, yeah. you want to help people. You want to fix them. You want to yeah. nurture them. And it's okay. But the one advice that she gave me that maybe can help someone else too, she said, Angelita, keep a peace for yourself. That's good advice. That is really good advice. They get, you know, it's, I think it's amazing to be an empath. I, I hope I'm saying that correctly. I, I know I am too. And I've been told that I am, but there's not enough of us out there. So there's a reason we're on this planet because people need Absolutely. us. Absolutely. We're and incredible. I'm, yeah. We're, we're awesome. We're perfect. I'm just kidding. No, we're not perfect. But I'm kidding. Are, I'm joking. And that's the difference between the two, because we, we know how to empathize with other people and unfortunately narcissists they don't they don't know how to empathize with other people and what they go through and what they're feeling you know no. it's, again it's about their feelings and what they're going through is the most important thing in the world right. but with us we care about everyone right 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 
Well, thank you so much for enlightening us. I hope you find your imperfectly perfect person sooner than later. You're awesome. So thank you. You're yeah. awesome. Listen, whoever that is, I'm quite sure, you know, he's there when the time is right. I agree with that. That's my philosophy too. When the time is right, the time will present itself. Until then, we will trek on because we are power girls, right? Absolutely. <laughs> we got things to do. <laughs> <laughs> See you at the top. No <laughs> All right. Thanks for being here. Thank Bye. you. Bye. I appreciate you. Bye. Thank you for listening to the race for the ring. If you liked today's episode, please write us a review. They can make or break a good podcast. Just like a dull dude can be the kiss of death to a date. I'll catch you next week. And in the meantime, be sure to say hi and follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. My handles and contacts are in the show notes. It's been my pleasure to have you along for today's dating debate. Bye-bye. Want truly hydrated skin? Medocia's Body Care Breakthrough Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER.